Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind-the-scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on. What's up guys, this is Uzu Sweet, you're listening to Game On With Jackson Stewart. The game is so much more than just the physical. Of course, we need maximum health in our bodies, but we cannot neglect the well-being of our thoughts and our inner being. If you didn't know, player, the game is truly one in the mind. David Bransky is an acknowledged contributor towards a well-needed movement in shifting consciousness and improving the overall quality of life. Collaborating the use of his brain reboot process and his unique and direct touch, he's able to help people instantly shift from a life-depleting state to a more naturally centered and positive one. David Bransky is also our guest this evening. Everybody, you've heard the awesome biography and the introduction. Um, David, can you let the audience know where they can find you and by what username on what social media platform? Absolutely. Uh, you can find me at brainbalancestudio.com. You can also find me on Instagram at balance with Bransky, which is my last name. And that's with the Y, balance with Bransky with the Y. <laughs> Um, no longer on Facebook, uh, but on YouTube, I can be found as well through brainbalancestudio.com and I'm located in Franklin, Tennessee, just South of Nashville. Awesome. Now, are you originally from Tennessee? Is that where you grew up? I've been living here for the past six months. So I moved here with my wife mid uh, mid July of 21 and we lived in Chicago for a year prior to that, but I am born and raised in West LA, right next door to Venice Beach, Santa Monica, uh, next door to the 405 freeway. You have experienced all of the wonderful climates of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Still learning as we go, but better than Chicago, not as good as LA. <laughs> but, but I am not complaining. It's absolutely gorgeous here. I'm a motorcycle rider. Okay. Uh, and I have found some epic uh, back roads around here. So I'll, I'll be busy here for quite some time. I, um, I, we, we've, had, we've had multiple people, multiple guests who have gone from L.A. to, to the Midwest, <clears throat> excuse me, whether it be Chicago or Indiana or even like Ohio. And just the shock that they all like you hear in their voice when you, they talk about Chicago. It's like, yeah, yeah, going from 
going from the West Coast to the to the mid Midwest is uh, I don't think any description can prepare you for it. No, not at all. Um, my wife is going to school, uh, dental school, uh, and so it wasn't exactly like in the house or the burbs we were living in. We were really pretty close to downtown. Um, you know, I moved out to LA last year, obviously because of the draconian crap that was occurring in LA and California. And my wife is, of course, over there, so I like her more than LA. Um, and I rode my motorcycle around. It's just, man, it's flat. It took like sixty miles to find some level of curvy roads out there. Yeah. And, and then, and then by like October, November, you know, the weather starts to turn. It's like, okay, I got to park this guy in a garage and just, you know, leave it until the weather improves, which was like eight months later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're we're not staying here. We're going somewhere else. Yes, uh, Chicago will definitely it, it it tests the metal of a person. Like if you can, holy somebody, cow! Yeah, somebody said, "Why does Chicago only have two seasons?" I'm like, "Well, we have two seasons in two weeks. <laughs> we have yeah, one week oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah one week of spring, one week of fall, and that's it. It's Tough. it's extremes after that. Um, so tell us about um, tell us about brain balance because. It's fascinating. You know, I did a, uh, I got a crash course in, in brain, brain boosting, you know, by, uh, by looking at the site, but let it, let the audience know more about it. Well, I mean, we can go down the rabbit hole. It's really quite fascinating. Uh, so I'll start with the, it's not comparable pretty much to anything else out there. Uh, I have to admit that I got into this line of work. I was in my mid twenties. Uh, I was in the motorcycle business in some capacity or other. And some guys I rode motorcycles with, you know, what do you do? Swapping it back and forth. Uh, and he talked about brain balance and body balance. So I, I, I kind of figured what chiropractors do. And, uh, you know, I've heard of like different kinds of like acupuncture, massage, but I was pretty much a layman. Okay. I, I really didn't know too much. Um, the words energy sounded too woo woo to me. And at any rate, this guy described it and it was a head extension that he talked about doing it's nothing chiropractic where there's a twist of the neck this was very different and i always i always wanted to get my head pulled out of my shoulders in a pretty intense way i just had no idea that it would be through this route however i experienced it he talked about the brain balance and because of stress one side of your brain uh hemisphere slows down and the other side speeds up so there, you have an intelligence within. You have your own uh, wisdom within yourself that's operating your system uh, on its own. Okay, it's not like you have to actually consciously think about heart beating or digesting or cells replicating or any of that. Um, so when you're under stress, like a holy cow moment, uh, close call in the car, uh, almost an argument or a fight with you know someone uh, in a counter. At any rate, you go through this fight or flight, uh, which is good for about 20, 30 minutes when this process occurs, there's a sequence of events. The first thing is your brain slows down on one side, uh, the other side speeds up. And each hemisphere of the brain controls the opposite half of your body. So again, right brain controls left side of your body, left brain controlling right side. So there's a crossover. Um, so a lot of people will focus on the physical. There's a physical imbalance that's easy to, to witness, to describe. So one leg will appear short, one hip will be higher, one shoulder higher, one side of the body will be muscularly weak, the other side will be muscularly contracted and tight. So even like as a boxer or, or some sort of sports athlete, you'll see they'll stand or whatnot off to one side, their dominant side. 
the the process that we do allows your intelligence within your wisdom within to somehow reset okay it takes this and it creates a high pattern interrupt and allows your hemispheres to innately uh connect to each other on the same rhythm once again and when that happens your body then goes back into balance tight muscles relax weak muscles strengthen uh you're you know, you're restored, uh, legs even, hips level. So you're back into a natural relationship with gravity, which means that you're taking up this life source that you're using for being in a prepared for battle mode and it bring you back into a more balanced, congruent, grounded, uh, natural state of being that you're, you're really, in, you're supposed to be in, but nobody is anymore. So it, it's helping people release and recover unrelieved day-to-day stress okay so that's the main goal and to use your own life force the the healing characteristics that you have to to help you function think be as well as you possibly can be in this physical um so in terms of like breathing um i know that there is a lot of discussion about how when you focus your breathing and correct me if any of this is, if I'm saying this wrong, it helps to reset the hypothalamus, which I think is kind of what goes nuts when you're in fight or flight mode. Am I correct? Yes. Very good question in regards to breathing and super well needed. Um, this is actually something that's wonderful because it doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anybody to do this. Um, and there is tremendous value in just learning how to breathe once again. It's shocking how when someone is stressed, they don't breathe deeply. Okay, so they hold their breath or their, their breathing is shallow. Um, and oftentimes they actually have to be reminded, like in a group setting, is to drop or let go. And you'll actually see them all of a sudden just let go and then breathe once again, temporarily, briefly. Um, I mean, you could live, God, what is it? What's the term? Like months without eating weeks without drinking minutes perhaps without breathing but you can't live you know a sick a second without you, your life source okay your your life energy uh so breathing is definitely one a strong component to it you have seven layers of brain function uh not to get too scientific or technical but the bottom line is that if you're stressed your brain you're using more of your hind portion the back portion of your head uh, which also comes down to the reptilian area, a more primitive survivalistic area. Um, this is something, it's something to do. Um, it's unfortunate if people have to really kind of live a lifetime of this, if they're worrying about bills or the kids or they're, you know, stressed and their health is, is poor or, or whatever the case is. Again, that's all survivalistic fear-based decision-making, uh, Breathing is definitely not on the agenda, uh, and also their thinking capacity, they're, they're just in a locked state of being. You know, they're guarded, and it's very hard for people to, to come out of it. In fact, they get used to it. It just builds over time, so they don't even know that the house is on fire. You know, if there's an elephant in the room, like what we talked about before the show, you know, that elephant can get larger and smaller, and same with the room. And so they just become a customer used to living with it. Um, again, there are ways like breathing that helps tremendously. 
getting more grounded, getting de-stimulated, especially like in the morning, it's better. In the evening, of course, because of your day-to-day activity, uh, uh, ongoing activity throughout the day, you're a little bit more wound up and stimulated in the evening. Now, how did you get into the business of balancing brains? Um, you know, was it is this your was it a therapeutic background that, that you went and got an education on or personal experience or, or a combination of the two? It's a combination. Uh, you know, I learned from these guys that uh, I rode motorcycles with that did the process and I would ask them questions. And, you know, is it like chiropractic? Is it like this? Is it like that? I'm trying to box it in because it it's hands on. OK, so it's like an old school type of system. Uh, but it, in actuality, it's it's needed uh, in this day and age more than ever, simply because of, of, of stress, you know, and uh, stress wins in the end. Okay. So it, there's no, there's no trophy uh, that you receive or anything like that. And, you know, how many sessions you get in this or, or how incredible you are doing a yoga pose. It's, it's lifelong. It's an endless battle or pursuit to attain some level of balance in your life, whatever that term of balance could be physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, relationship, all of the above. Uh, but to go back to your question, uh, I was so enamored by the experience because it was like flipping on a light switch. So it's not like a subtle transition when you experience it, especially if you're stressed, uh, the more you're stressed, the more you feel this hands-on process. And, uh, I went to school for it. It was in Dallas, Texas at the time that they were doing it. And uh, I've been doing it for 15 years, full time. Um, and it's just the best stress release process I've ever come across. And so I, I'm continuing on helping people recognize that there's something out there that is available. And if they're not able to get to someone like myself, at least there are some things like breathing uh, to remind them of what they can do in their life on a day-to-day basis you know the same thing also if i could just continue on is about like if you're a car you know what kind of gasoline do you put in do you do the cheap stuff you know i mean do you uh, are you religious about a chevron or different kinds of company you know what kind of octane do you prefer using so it, it the same thing also is with your body you know if if you have a sweet tooth especially if you got some sort of emotional thing or you grew up with it so you have like a an emotional attachment to eating Snickers or, or, or the like, again, sugar is a horrible, horrible drug. And it's the number one drug, by the way, beyond fentanyl or anything else. It's just not labeled, uh, as the number one drug, but it is, it is a drug. Um, you know, and that's a tough one for people to get off. Even I've met vegetarians and vegans. Yeah. They're vegetarian or vegan. You know, they seem healthy, but I know a bunch of things that has a bunch of sugar in it. That's vegetarian and vegan. You know, so step-by-step, uh, step, you know, that's one other aspect. The other thing also would be like 20 minutes of vigorous exercise a day. I mean, you don't have to run a marathon in order to feel like you're in shape. You can actually do some very intense uh, sprints. That's really much better for your system in the long run if you're looking over decades of a lifetime. Marathon running is horrible, by the way, so I, I don't really recommend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've... Yeah, I, I tend to lift more weights and I've done cardio. You know, it's always oh, great. A, it's always a balance. But I've known, I've had very good friends who are runners, and you know, runners always think everybody else wants to run. 
and yeah. right, you know, they're, right. they're like, oh, well, why don't you run with us? And I'm like, because you know, they're like, if you're the faster you get, like you know, you're you're more better suited to outrun you know things. And I'm like, well, I'd rather I don't want to die tired. So if a lion is after me, I'd rather stand up and fight it for a while. Then just you know, it's gonna get me, and I'm gonna be exhausted and sweaty. So, <laughs> well, well, here's anything you brought up, right? So let's say, for example, if you want to use nature as a good way of how to operate, um, lions, tigers, you know, cheetahs, you know, yeah, they'll stretch before they decide to go out and do like a run, and and they have to think about using their life energy uh, critically. If they you know, they can't just go for a marathon for the fun of it because there's a meal waiting for them at the end. I mean, they actually have to run for their meal, right? Well, what do they do? They do sprints, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, they and, said and cheetah, when a cheetah hits, when a cheetah hits 88 70, miles. yeah. Yeah, but they don't do it for like hours. You know, they do it in bursts and then they're like, then they lay down for a while. <laughs> yeah, they're fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> weight training is the best, I have to say. Um in regards to the longevity of your body you know i've met a lot of podiatrists that set up shop uh at these events where they have marathons well why do they set up shop there you know well it's mainly because if you're already in out of bounds fight or flight in itself doing the run one leg is shorter than the other which means half an inch shortness in one side of your body and your legs every time you take a step is an additional five pounds well if you take a step you know you're adding a lot more weight to one side. So one side of your knee or your ankle or your hip or whatever, it's going to wear out faster than the other. Um, so again, you know, I, and you also overly sweat, which means you lose a lot of uh, vital nutrients and minerals that you do not build up on your own. You have to replenish that, which by the way, doesn't uh, get put back into the soil, even if it's organic, because it costs money to put all those uh, um, minerals back in. So uh, one of the best things you could actually do supplement-wise, believe it or not, and it's not even expensive, is trace minerals. Significant uh, benefit for the long haul. Significant. And, and now that we've, magnesium, selenium, copper. Now, now that we've just dispelled the, uh, the horrible myth of why running is good for you, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, man. You can always lose somebody through that, but... You know, <laughs> And it's addictive and it's addictive. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, you're looking for an endorphin run. It's actually your body actually try getting off on the pain uh, oh, or, yeah, or masking the pain, you know? So it's, it's like, it's all right. So horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so horrible. I, I'd much rather lift a little bit and eat some sugar. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you're in the grind of, I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're running the business, you're, you're booking clients, you're working, you're walking clients through, the uh, the brain boost the brain reboot mm -hmm. process excuse me and the, and the balancing what what is it like what, what's the what's the day in the grind like for you the process itself is about a minute so it's very very quick in regards to performing the process itself it's very quick you, you lay on your back I have a kind of a an alignment table an angled massage table looking thing uh, to perform the task and once the switch is flipped, your body goes through a bit of an integration period. Um, and it's actually really lovely to watch someone before your eyes just kind of melt or settle in back into their body. Everything's, you know, the brain slows down. Their whole system is just detensing. It's lovely to watch. Um, 
So in regards to the grind, because it doesn't take long to perform the task, I'm able to see quite a, quite a lot of people in a day. Um, I don't really run it like a factory to me. I found it to be a lot more spiritual based uh, over time. Uh, I never enjoyed getting the alignment myself, the reboot and feeling rushed out of the house back into the world and, you know, back into traffic and all that stuff. So uh, I don't tend to rush clients out the door um, and they tend to do it when they're ready, it, it, but it's, it's quite phenomenal to just watch. And then energy has to be released. You know, so when people get the alignment of the reboot done, you, you know, you have a chance to talk with them. Uh, sometimes they share stuff that is deeply personal or, or whatever the case might be. Um, but there's no drama too when they share it. You know, they're not looking to be rescued or, or looking for attention. But it's just once the energy comes out, that's it. Like life feels a lot better. You go back out in the world and, and perform. You, you feel like you have 20 pounds less on your whole system. You're less, you're less preoccupied. Uh, you're smiling uh, more naturally. Uh, there's just a lot less tension in your body. You just feel less clogged. It, it's, it's interesting because describing it, I've been doing this for 15 years. I'm still not, I feel, able to describe the experience of what it's like to receive it. And it's different every single time. It's not just exactly the same feeling every single time. Um, but just to watch people keep the lights on uh, brighter, you know, the relationships improve, they're more grounded, um, they're less reactive tremendously. So they make different choices in their life, better choices, because they are making choices from feeling good, uh, as opposed to using fear uh, as a motivator. And that's the yeah. main thing about this, by the way, that is actually the main point to this whole entire process is not to get somebody out of pain or or fix their anxiety or anything of that matter. Even though people come in for various reasons, that's not the main goal. The goal is actually just to help you reconnect to this life source that you have running in the background all the time when you don't have fight or flight mode on. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say two things. One is that you're, you're almost like a, like a, a modernized version of the old sin eater kind of, uh, I complex or, or, creation so like you know for people that haven't heard of that way back in like medieval times there were sin eaters who if you were dying they put some kind of cake on your chest and was supposed to absorb your sins or, or neck what you do you're like you're you're not absorbing that negativity but you're also making sure you're not bringing it and you're letting people just get it out on their own so that that's a pretty phenomenal uh thing you're doing right there and what I wanted to ask you is what's your favorite part of the, of the business? Is that it? Watching people, you know, it is. The light on, as you put it. it, man, I haven't found anything. Unfortunately, I have not found anything that you do as little as what I do, like in a minute. Okay. It's profound. It's really unique. Um, and then all of a sudden you're in, you just watching another individual innately, uh, know how to integrate and put things back into place. You know, just, and so it's not like, it's not like I have to tell them positive things about themselves. You know, I don't have to be codependent or trying to like rescue people from their suffering or whatever the case is. It's, it's none of my business. It is their process, but to hold the space and just watch them, you know, integrate and change as they get these sessions done. It's just, it's mind blowing. It's just mind blowing. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love it. I think about it every day, all the time, and it's uh, it's so rewarding. I cannot begin to tell you. What would be your least favorite part of the part of the business? Um, self promoting, <laughs> marketing, <laughs> marketing to those uh, who are their their attention span is uh competing to a goldfish mm. uh they say that they have stress or whatever it is and don't come come in uh or that they come in one time uh and then they just complain about everything not take any responsibility for what's going on in their life make me responsible for it all uh you know and then leave but, but that's that's part of the that's their process that's their deal um you know, one thing I notice, my God, it's amazing. Like l most of the time women come and see me. Okay. They're a little bit more, tend to be more sensitive and open-minded than, than men. Um, older men, predominantly younger, younger guys, the younger generation is more open. But uh, at any rate, you know, there's a, when the wife starts feeling better and is more elevated that is a volume turned up for the guy to see how he's not moving forward and then he then they get scared so then the wife pushes the husband to come in right the husband doesn't make the choice the wife pushes him or whatever and then the husband comes in arms crossed legs crossed or whatever the case is not always this but it's very common um you know and i give him the explanation and how it works and all of the above you know, and then he gets on the table and then I never see both of them again. You know, they just vanish. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, they must've had a conversation or two where, you know, crabs in a barrel, you know, he doesn't want to move forward and he is going to hold her back from moving forward. And, and so, you know, that's, that's life. I mean, I get it. I'm not there to like try and change or anything like that, but uh, just to see what stress can do to a, a relationship and then to see when someone starts feeling better and changing their diet or, or doing different kinds of things for themselves, you know, how the other person tries to uh, manipulate and hold the, the, the couple back again for s safety reasons, you know, it, it's not exactly rational, but we do it. And to, to know that with my wife, um, I met my wife because she was a client um, and we had sex much later. It's not like I just did it the first time. So, you know, we, 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 we built it up over time. Let me tell we're slow poke. So we, we just took our time. Let me tell you that. Okay. Um, because everybody just thought that real quick. Charges. They're like, well, that's yeah. why he's in the business. You know, man, I, I get, I get the question all the time, like, <laughs> you know? Uh, so, um, but, but I have to tell you, and she, you know, not to put her down, but she is a stress ball. She's got a lot of different kinds of, processes that she does to kind of wind herself up okay um and instead of trying to change her about that though the thing that i really enjoy is that when uh giving her the reboot giving her the alignment and just watching her just kind of like unfold you know and just become more present a lot less future thinking and prepare for this and you know plan b that and all that it's um it, it's so much better to communicate as well uh in what's going on in their life uh it's so wonderful in regards to relationships, especially if both of the people of the in the couple decide to get this process done together. It's absolutely magical, completely amazing. Um, but again, it's experiential, you know, so it's so hard to describe what we're talking about. And yet people try and compare me to like a chiropractor. And, you know, it, it's just not even remotely close, in my opinion. It, you're almost like a 
you're like a chiropractor for the brain. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, but I mean, and, and I want people to think brain like is he is he going to work on my spine? Like no, <laughs> like brain in the sense of, you know, and to call you an emotional chiropractor is not is not the right term because that's more like what a therapist is. You're, Dave, you're, you're a trailblazer. You are your own type of of. Of uh, of man, I'm like the cowboy in the Midwest. (laughs) Swear, it's a it's a wonderful process. It can be lonely sometimes because you know there's not too many colleagues to commiserate with. Let me tell you, there's five of you on top of that mountain. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, The high fives. Yeah, to only a few people like Um, uh, people like bullet points, and you know, like we just said, people have that that goldfish attention span. What are three? What are three things, three actions, three three statements, mantras, whatever you want to call it, or or however you want to categorize it, that people can do to uh, to recharge themselves as, as human batteries, as you phrase it on the website? Uh, stay grounded. Uh, feel your feet or your body on whatever it is. If, if you can do that, you're getting out of your head. You want to do things to get out of your head. So, uh, bullet point, write stuff down on a piece of paper. Don't type it and put it in your cell phone. Write it down, you know, and uh, put the date on there or whatnot. You can always change those items and and update it, but that helps dump a lot of data out uh, from your brain. So you don't have to keep that in all the time. Um, And to remember to surrender. Remember to remind yourself to surrender to let go um so those are some very basic things that really do make a difference that help out feel your body whatever it is you know and consider everything to be good well i feel this discomfort right now oh that's a good thing okay that's a good thing all right i trust in this discomfort okay so i'm going to allow this discomfort or whatever to go through i'm going to surrender to this discomfort because i know it's not permanent you know, and I know that it's my body probably trying to tell me to slow down or, or check in. Okay, all right, I'm going to trust that, and that works. That works. And you know, um, well, go ahead, I, go I was going to say, and um, in, in keeping with the theme of sexiness, and I can't wait to hear how you answer this question because one, every guest goes, "Oh my god, this question!" But I, I'm curious to see. <laughs> yeah, I read that. <laughs> I, I gave you a little heads up. Um, yeah. What is the sexiest thing about you? My butt. I love it. My butt, which I never see, but everybody, well, many in the past have told me. Uh, normally alcohol has to get involved, but anything to get that liquid courage to express itself, I'm there. I'm 5'3", man. I'm super short, um, but, I, but I got a butt. So thank you. Thank you for asking the question. I love it. because Thank you so much. Guess who are our... Are, you know, are in businesses based off their physicality, models and, and fitness trainers or whatever. You know, their answers, when people would expect it to be a physical answer, their answer tends to be like very cerebral or personality based, their confidence, whatever. And here you are, very cerebral and very uh, about energy. And <laughs> yours is a physical answer. My answer. Yeah, that's good. That's I love good. it, though. It's great. Yeah. What, uh, dude, I, I'll send you pictures <laughs> later. I'll send it. <laughs> Right after this day, <laughs> we'll put that up. Right we'll put that up, up in, uh, on the promos on on Instagram. Um, <laughs> what makes a person sexy? Oh, 
oh man, probably their presence. You know, like it, they have a rhythm or a tempo about them. Um, eye contact. I, for myself, I would have to say uh, quite a bit of that. I mean, now if I could like objectify somebody physically, I'd probably say like, um, yeah, like lower back for some reason, like just right at that, right at that realm, just above the butt, like just lower back for some reason, man. It's that, that I think is a good objectification. It is now time for the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions. David, are you ready? I am ready. Awesome. Uh, what is your favorite book to read? Uh, right now, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Cake or pie? Pie. What kind? You know, pumpkin. Ooh. Yeah, man. Th yeah, Thanksgiving pumpkin pie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Even like the store-bought, like sugar-based. I'm That I'm is in. another mountain that you stand alone on top of, my friend. Because uh, I don't know yeah, anybody man. that likes pumpkin. Heavily processed. Cr I know processed crust. I I'm so. Uh, what did you want to be when you were when you were small when you were younger? Uh, a motorcycle highway patrol officer. Like chips. Cool. Yeah, I'm at Chips. Yep. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Favorite day of the week? Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday. Would you rather... Well, it's so weird. I get, no lie. I come up with questions before before I talk to the guests. And, um, and, and these questions tend to line up. But um, would you rather ride a bike, ride a horse, or drive a car? A bike. Motorcycle preference. Yeah, it's so weird that sometimes you see, that yeah. there'll be one question that will sync up with somebody. Um, what would you sing at karaoke night? Oh my god! Um, oh man, like um, maybe something from like Chicago. Oh, I love I, um, one of my one of yeah, my two like, favorite all time bands. Well, three is Chicago. Dude, they're epic. They are just phenomenal. Um, and they tore with my other favorite, yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Those those two bands actually used horns, which band, a lot of bands. Yeah. Know, and Ohio players. My dad players. played the slide trombone. There, he was really big into those guys. Yeah, yeah they were. Um, yeah. So what song would you pick? I'm curious. Um, Saturday in the Park. Um, if You Leave Me Now. Oh, yeah. Um, 25 or 6 to 4. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Color My World, if I can even, like, find it or whatnot. So there, there's there's quite a few. If uh, if I'm drinking... Good question. Yeah, if I'm drinking, and if there's an attractive woman in the audience, stay the night. I'm probably going to try and slaughter that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there, man. I'm only a few hours away from me. I'm in. We're doing this. Would you rather do... Uh, would you rather wash the dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum the house? Vacuum. Favorite soup? Yeah, it could be like um, clam chowder, New England. New England clam chowder. Or, or tomato soup from Panera Bread. <laughs> with, with a slice of pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now you're making me really question that decision. <laughs> David, you're eating alone, brother. Nobody else. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. At least I get invited <laughs> to places. That's all right. Uh, if, yeah. if you could 
only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? And then you can say like chicken or pasta or hamburgers or whatever. Yeah, like sushi, probably sushi. Uh, yeah. It's that, that California in you right there. Yeah, man. For sure. Like some really good fish. Sashimi, if I can really, you know, less rice, get away with it, that would be definitely it. Um, or some Italian, perhaps, but uh, yeah, sushi and Thai is very. My good. Uh, my last question for the quick game, but probably probably my most favorite. Who inspires you? Oh my god, dead or alive? Uh, up to you. Man, this might sound so corny. I hope people are plugging their ear. My my wife probably. I'd have to honestly say my Hell, wife. That's Seriously. that's not corny. That's smart. <laughs> No lot, not even a rehearsed line. Uh, no, actually, I really, really like her. So I'm thankful beyond. Oh, that's cool, man. man. That's very, very grateful. That's a, that's a sincere and that's a very, very powerful answer. Um, good people, sexy people. That wraps up our interview with the wise, the invigorating, and the intuitive David Bransky. David, thank you for joining us this evening. And one more time, let people know where to find you. You can find me again, brainbalancestudio.com. Uh, Instagram will be balance with Bransky, Bransky with a Y. And um, YouTube, uh, balance, uh, excuse me, YouTube, brainbalancestudio.com. David, thank you. And again, located in, uh, in Franklin, Tennessee. David, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much, Jackson. It was a great time. What if you could be a better player? for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month. Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind the scenes action and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com, game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on.